This is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Recorded Hideaway Studios, Hemlock, Michigan. You're chilling with Mr. J. Chillin' with Mr. J. I'm Mr. J. The Chillin' with Mr. J podcast may contain language not suitable for children. Also, the thoughts expressed by Mr. J in the Chillin' with Mr. J podcast are that of only Mr. J. You can find the Chillin' with Mr. J podcast on podbean.com, Apple, and Spotify. Please subscribe, follow, rate, review, and comment. You can also follow all the Chillin' on Instagram at Chillin' underscore with underscore Mr. underscore J. That's Chillin' with Mr. J and all the fucking underscores on Instagram. Oh yeah, there is also the Chillin' with Mr. J voicemail hotline. That number is 989-372-6169. Call it, leave a message, tell me I suck, you love it, talk shit, ask a question, or maybe you want to come chill. Anything goes, so just call and leave a message at 989-372-6169. Hey, hey you, who, who me? Give me your lunch money. No, not again. Hey, don't run. Come here. Hey, come here. Give me your lunch money. Gotcha. Sure. I don't know why. I, I don't. I just want to get lunch. I'm just trying to go. I'm just trying to get to my car. I just want to get lunch, please. Let me get lunch. I'm trying to give you lunch. I want your lunch money. I'm gonna give you lunch. Don't need to be scared. I'm just a lunch guy. Oh, do you do, do you have tacos? Of course, I got tacos. You want tacos? Yeah, please. Here, here's some money. Take some tacos. I'll take some tacos. No sour cream. Thanks for joining the 41st episode of the Chillin' with Mr. J podcast. It's the end of January. It appears we may be getting close to coming out of some sort of shutdown that we're in. Seems like we're going to start opening up here. Hopefully that's the case. We need to get back to real life interactions and doing things because I know I'm not the only one that when you're not doing stuff and your mind is just free to think about things, you think about things you probably don't need to think about or bring up or even should be pondering anymore. But me with all this time on my hands, obviously, I got a lot to think about and it's crazy how like time passing and like moving through different stages of life or different things happening can bring on like a whole different perspective on everything you know or even thought you did. Back in the day when I was in middle school, I would have never thought of myself as a bully. When I was in middle school, I remember I first started public school and there was literally a few times where I didn't want to go to school and I was trying to think of any ways to go to school because I was nervous of, I guess you say it wasn't, you wouldn't really say a bully. There wasn't like bullies in the middle school. It was just a, it was just a place where everybody made fun of each other. You would have cap offs, cap battles where you would just literally make fun of each other until someone couldn't know more and everybody was laughing at one person. Yeah, it wasn't like the kids get to experience today where most of the kids seem to get along and there doesn't seem to be like super mean kids picking on anybody yet. 
I don't consider it being bullied. I just considered it being scared of a new circumstances. And once I realized, just face up to it, go every day, make fun of yourself. If you get in a fight and get beat up, I guess that happens. If you don't, you don't, you know? I mean, it like hardened me a little bit, I feel. Like just made me ready. And then in high school, I kind of gained confidence. And I don't know why I like liked everybody, but I would pick on people, I guess. Just be a bully, lash out, because I was maybe bigger or stronger now or... Or did it have pimples all over my face? Whatever the confidence was and whatever that was, it was basically bullying. I feel horrible about it now. It was just me being a big jerk. I mean, I didn't pick on people and make fun of people in front of everybody, but I have shoved a kid in the trash can. I have duct taped two kids together from the start of baseball season. I have pants someone in gym class. I have tried to intimidate kids every single day. And looking back on it, I feel like I could have been, probably was the reason for some people not wanting to go to school in the day. And that kind of makes me feel like shit, even though it's 20 some years later selfishly like anything you know i never thought about that or never really cared about how my reactions or my actions affected others until i had a kid so that's only 11 years ago okay up until then i just did whatever i wanted and i dealt i always dealt with the re um, with my actions consequences up front and straight up but i didn't think about them when i did whatever i wanted to do you wouldn't think of like the principal's kid as being a bully but i could kind of get away with shit you know what i mean like i wasn't really going to get in trouble for anything. Um, I knew how to kind of slide under the radar and get in trouble and be a jerk without being a jerk. I'm not proud of it, but it's just what I did. You know what I mean? Like I said, when you're a teenager, you don't really think of anything else other than yourself. Maybe some people do, but I didn't really till after the fact of having a kid. And then I started thinking of not just myself. And now as my kid is in middle school and things are starting to happen and she's changing and things are changing and body shaming is already becoming an issue, you know, maybe in some instances not on purpose, maybe in some instances it is, we'll wait and see. Some things are because of you get... Um, for one example, like she liked the fake earbuds when we got them or earbuds or AirPods when we got them. And then she took them to school and someone made fun of her for having fake ones and she didn't want them anymore. Yeah, that stuff happens all the time. I mean, you just to make fun of kids for having crusty ass clothes and whatever. It was so much worse back in the day. I'm so glad it's not like that. I know what it's like trying to cover up generic shit so you don't get made fun of is the worst. <laughs> you know, it's hard when you're somewhere where being different is not, I don't want to say it's unacceptable, but it's not really what people want. People want everybody to be the same. And it's not really about what you do. It's just about, everything's about money. That's just not here. That's everywhere. When you're the bottom feeders and you're used to being, yeah, we were never rich as a kid or whatever, but we weren't like, we, we had what we needed. And we had my dad being an educator principal, which kind of you know raised the thing the stature a little bit i guess you know overplayed what it actually was just fucking bums you know not much stature being a cook when you're bottom feeders and it's about money and being different isn't really yeah okay whatever things change when kids start getting emotions okay i always explain to my kid not to be a bully because I was a bully. So I always tried to teach her how to not treat others different. Treat everybody. Be nice to everybody. When the kid that's a little weird talks to you, be nice. Don't be mean because it probably will make their day and you don't have to just say hi. You know, like I taught her all that stuff and she's great at being accepting and talking and being nice to everybody. But what I forgot to tell her until just recently is that other people aren't so nice all the time. And some people are just mean for no reason. 
You don't have to fake a stomach ache to come home because some kids are only nice if you do what they want and are too bossy and you just want to have fun. That's okay to want to come home, but say that so people know instead of pretending to be sick and wanting to come home. Don't be ashamed of not having all the best stuff or going on vacations all the time or having a big house or having our own this or having our own that or having a golf car or whatever it is, okay? Just be thankful for what you have and enjoy what you have. It's easy to say when that's all you have. I mean, if you had stuff, would I be like this? Probably not. I'd probably be an arrogant fuck like everybody else. But I'm living the life I live, and that's what we do. I'm fortunate that whatever I'm doing is working because after we've had these talks about, you know, maybe not getting teased, but people saying stuff and maybe she didn't want to go to school for this or that or just was not as excited to go. I see it. I know. Pulling up to the school, I've been taking her because I've been free in the mornings the last few weeks. I always tell her, you don't got to give me a kiss in the morning. I don't want no one to be making fun of you for kissing your dad. I get it. It's cool. I would have never have kissed my mom or kissed my dad in the hallway like going to class. It would have never happened. I would have got made fun of. I would have never did it. I would have been like, oh, you know, but she says, oh, I don't care about that. Gives me a kiss every day. Don't matter in front of who's there and hops out and goes to school. That makes me proud that she is comfortable and that she will be able to get through the hard times. And she will separate from the people that she thinks is assholes and treating people bad or bullies or whatever you want to say. I don't think there's really bullies. Like I would consider myself a bully any day. I think it's more of like a, a social status bully type thing. And it's only going to get worse as the kid gets older because people already separate because of that. And that's just natural and how it is. But we'll move on. We'll move forward. And basically what this all little emotional session is about is because I feel it's like my karma for being an asshole is now I have to deal with my kid going through it instead of I was trying to teach her not to be like me i forgot to teach her not to be too nice so we'll get it figured out we'll get it squared away i'm happy that we communicate this podcast is a reason i can talk to people better because i can talk and let my feelings out on here and i'm happy we're doing it what i'm also happy we're doing is taking a quick break from a word from our sponsor and then we're going to come back and get into some sports nonsense with my friends please come back Thinking about having a party? Not really sure what you want to feed them? But you're for damn sure you don't want to cook for them. Well, Mr. J's is here to help. Affordable, delicious catering any day, any week, any year. He'll cook you anything under any budget, and that's a guarantee. Call today, 989-493-0440. Or as always, email any questions to mr.jcatering365 at gmail.com. Mr. J's Catering is here for all your party needs. We got you, dog. Welcome back to the Chillin' with Mr. J podcast. We're here with my new Chillin' with Mr. J sports procrastinators. I mean, prostators. I mean, prognostators. 
Prognastators? Prognastators. Prognastators. Wait. <laughs> For real now. I can't even remember how to say it now because I said it wrong. Prognasticators? Prognasticators. There you go. That's how we're saying it. All right. Anyway, flow and chop. We got a tale of two stories if you haven't been paying attention and following along to all the action here on the Chill Miss J podcast. But uh, we're through championship weekend. It's Monday evening quarterback. It is actually Monday evening and we're chilling in studio. What's up, guys? Not much, man. Just happy about the weekend. Yeah, we'll start. I guess we'll start with you since you are the winner. How does it feel to be 2-0 and undefeated? The first game played out like I thought it was going to. Brady, I mean, he kind of unraveled in the second half. He threw a lot of, I mean, three interceptions. Chuck and pray. He got cold. Just threw him up. But his defense saved him. I mean, the pressure that they put on him. And I do just have to say... Because no one can see us, but Chop's got <laughs> Chop's got a nice little Buccaneer shirt on, jersey. If so. you were listening last week, he was kind of uh, discount double checking on the D, if you know what I mean. You know, <laughs> he was swinging from Rogers. So what do you got, man? What happened in that game, Chop? Why? What do you feel was... I mean, it was close. It could have easily went either way. I feel Rogers should have ran it in and done Elway. Yeah. It was, it was right there. Definitely. Maybe it would have been a collision. Obviously, it would have been a collision, but that's been, Elway did it. It would have been nice to see, but no, he pushed out. Um, Devonta Adams dropped a couple, but Lafleur blew it. You don't go for a field goal. No. I mean, it's playoffs, NFC Championship. Do you think that was him, like, making a statement, like, I want this team, Rodgers got to go? No, I think, I honestly, I think he was trying to just get the points because the points were there because he had still three timeouts and the two-minute warning. And it's re- stupid. Would you go for it? I would have went for it. Yeah, well, you got Rodgers. And there, and there's two plays where Aaron Rodgers could have ran it in. Yeah, we're not pl- we're not going games. Okay, we're not in the game. Before we get to the next game, do you? Th- you're wide open though, dude. He's had ten yards to run. Yeah, I think he was mad because he wanted to go for it. Oh yeah, for sure, no doubt. And I'm gonna break some news here. I'm gonna say Rodgers is out of Green Bay next Ooh. year. They did draft a quarterback. Did they draft that, a quarterback this year that too? One so that's dude. that's. Year. But yeah, he's yeah. pissed. He doesn't yeah. like the coach. He didn't like the coach. That was the end of his count double checking. Where's he going? Where's he going? Yeah. A lot of suitors. Because it depends on where Stafford goes. I mean, where's State Farm's home base? Uh in Illinois, uh, Bloomington. He's going to the Bears. I guess he's going to the Bears. Give me a crazy Patriots coming to the Lions. But it was a good game. No, it was. It was a good game. Did Mike C. give you where Stafford going? Stafford is going to get traded. That news is broken. So the Lions, obviously, now they're just going to probably just be a four and whatever team every year. Not be good like they used to be with Stafford. Well, personally, uh, Mikey C. Town, like San Francisco, because that is some. He wants to be on the West Coast. seems like Mike C. is being selfish oh, out he, there. He's being really selfish because that's not it. What, he the, also Rams? Said, the Rams? The Rams. Oh, All right, forget it. Mike C. Town was going to be the texting prime. <laughs> The prognosticator, but he's just the Texan prostator. Yeah. San Francisco. That's a good one, though. Jimmy G. He's, yeah. yeah. We might talk about Jimmy G Stanford's later. Stanford's going to be either Colts, Colts or Patriots, possibly. Well, the next game, okay, so the we had the Bills Mafia. So that they're the Bills Mafia. If that's the Bills Mafia, then I guess that makes the Chief the so fucking FBI. Because they smashed them dudes. But we were on a safety meeting, came down, and it was 9 nothing, and that's all the Bills did, and we didn't even see it. The, the Bills came out. Freaking on fire, hot, but it one was a turnover, like a muff punt. So oh, that that got the bills down to like the two yard yeah. line. So all right, that's where they cashed in. After that, they couldn't do anything on their own without oh my getting God. that gift. It was, it was yeah, we watched the rest of it. Really impressive. Patty Mahomes, man. 
They got a full squad though. They're they're just hype. They're like a they're like that hype team. Not just their offense, but their defense. Yes. Their defense really impressed me. Like they they're fast. Allen was just all over I mean, they had him chased down all over the place. Coverage, Diggs didn't get anything until the fourth quarter. So and quarterbacks young though. It was like you said Buffalo's quarterbacks young. Josh, Josh Allen. It was like you said it was too yeah. he was too big for it. And then the situation and let alone and then play. just you're playing against Mahomes who's like Allen always you know. they made a good uh a good comparison today, and they said Allen's kind of like Ben Roethlisberger when he first came out, where he's a big guy, and but he's on to it forever, and then try to make the last play. Would, would Buffalo be there if Brady was still in the AFC though? For the Patriots, Buffalo would have beat up on Brady. Maybe I don't know. Oh, it's hard to say. Brady's just the OG. You can't ever bet yeah. against Brady. Doesn't matter. Anything you say against Brady, Brady wins. Yeah. But now yeah. we got this historic matchup in this year where there's. The least amount of people probably ever at the Super Bowl, by as far yeah. as fans wise. Okay. And now you got Brady, who obviously ten Super Bowls, he could win seven. It doesn't matter win or lose, he's fucking. I mean, he's like a mountain ten, that's ten. high to climb. So now you got Mahomes, who if he wins, he's in two and four years. So he's actually the, like it's going to be a LeBron Jordan situation early because he's the only one that can actually have a chance to do it because two and four years is where Brady was. Yep. Two and four years. That comparison though, it's going to be a good one, right? It's different because now they're embracing that. It's like the goat versus the baby goat. Uh, like, maybe Mahomes is thinking that. Brady is like, I am the goat. There is no baby goat. There's just one goat. And the other kicker, like I, Tampa Bay, is playing a home game. Right? And that's actually the first ever that? Super Yeah, if we didn't even mention that. Well, the first... well, and then the kicker for that is because I think over the weekend they said the teams can't go to Tampa Bay until that Friday before the Super Bowl, the 5th. Also so Tampa, so they yeah, so they can't even go prepare or anything like that. Oh wow! Yeah, because they, they can't fly into the Super Bowl until February fifth. The game's on the seventh. Tampa Bay's already going to be there, sleeping in their own. Setting up nice like for that. Brady. I mean, that's that's huge, exactly for for a ride in the. He's sunset. on that Tempur Pedic. It's cool to his temperature. Number seven. <laughs> Kansas City's an early three point favorite. Yeah, they'll be at least. You think it'll, it'll only be like three. Maybe four, right? Uh, yeah, Tampa four, Bay yeah. will probably get some because they're no, at home. All the nothing no, that's gonna play. Two weeks away. Two weeks away. But it's gonna all be Casey's. Be, it'll be about a four, four or five point spread. Casey will be getting yep. giving them. I do want to mention this. I did read that Budweiser is not going to have any spots for the Super Bowl ads this year. Right. First time ever. It's so gonna be all weird because yeah, it seems like everybody would because everybody's watching. Yeah. But that's crazy. So the commercials ain't even gonna be worth watching either. It's gonna, <laughs> well, it's gonna be weird. But how many fans do they let in? Twenty-two thousand, they said. So they're all Tampa Bay fans, pretty much. Eh, they could be, yeah, because seven thousand five hundred are gonna be first, res- like yeah. healthcare workers, stuff like that, yeah. that are all vaccinated, and then twenty-two thousand. So what's that? One third is gonna be healthcare yeah. workers that are probably local in the area, traveling. Yeah, I think it's over ten grand. Well, we got one thing we have to do because we said we were going to do it last week, so we got to do it. But before we do that, let's take another quick break from a word from our sponsor. Too many people to feed? No damn time to do it? Call Mr. J's Catering, 989-493-0440. Mr. J's Catering makes your party pop. Welcome back to the channel with Mr. J Podcast. We're with the homies and we're making the top three all-time douchebag quarterback list. A couple of my honor benches before we get started. I'll just put them out there. 
Ryan Leaf, Jimmy G, and Coob. My honorable mentions would have to be Jay Cutler, Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, that's a good one. We didn't talk about him last week. We did this a little bit last and week, but we didn't do it right, so we're doing it better this week. Who's your number three, Chuck? My number three douchebag is Eli Manning. Oh, that's Ooh. a good one. I like Eli. He was the one that didn't want to go to certain teams, so that's kind of douchey. And he's kind of like a baby. He has that babyish kind of thing. That's kind of douchey. That's a good one. That's what I got. How about you, number three? My number three douchebag is... Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, Good one. Just ever since college, he's always thought he was better than everybody. Now, he, the way he dresses and shit, he's just, and now he's on the downhill. And it's, he's more flamboyant than yeah. performance. So, Cam Newton would have to be That's my a good one. I, I like how we're at. Number three already is all three different quarterbacks. Because my number three, Chop, you're not going to like this. He wasn't even on my radar until yesterday. But seeing him hanging out with Joe Buck and matching fucking coats, Troy Aikman oh. is the number three fucking douchebag oh. quarterback on my list. Nice. Why? Because he just takes credit for having good players around him and he's a douchebag. Oh, nice. <laughs> I feel like our argument last night contributed to that today. It did. Because it was all because they had matching coats and they were sitting on that desk like a couple of douchebags and I hated it. And Joe, being friends with Joe Buck doesn't help. Yeah. Doesn't help. All right. Nice. Well, you start us out with number two then this time. Number two is kind of a carryover from the NFC Championship game, and it would have to be Aaron Rodgers. Nice. He's on my list. He is. I mean, he just keeps adding, adding more shit to it, you know? Woe is me type shit, but you're like... And the more you don't win, you're just a douche. The last play, I seen him bitching at the Rouse, too, about, like, the pass interference call, so I'm like, just... He's a powder. Yeah. You know he is a douchebag, dude. All right. I mean, I know you love him, but you're sitting here wearing a Tampa Bay Bucks jersey, so just give us some credit. You don't have to be on your list. I lost a bet. All right. (laughs) Who you got for number two? Mine's Johnny Football. Johnny Football. That's Manziel. Just, he's about a douche. Left a douche. Probably still a douche. He's a douche. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, I've, I've watched him, like... When I lived in Texas, in high school, he was a you douche. Had a, you seen him close. Yeah, Kerrville Tybee was a high school he went to, and he was... Why was which there is so like, much hype around him, though? For his size and everything, and mobile. I mean, he had an arm and everything, but he was, you know, and cocky, so he was all sure about himself. So rich he, little you know, prick kid. Rich. They were undefeated. They freaking ran over everybody in, like, the Texas 5 state, you know, 5A state championship. Yeah. Is he still so, playing? Is he in... He can't I don't think he's doing anything now. He might be arena or trying to play XFL if that's still around. <laughs> like Johnny Manziel is my number two. My number one. Johnny Manziel was my number one when we left yesterday thinking about it for this week. He was number one. I switched it because of last night and I, Aaron Rodgers is number one. I switched those from last wow. week, number one and two. And I threw Troy okay. Aikman on there number because... Number one is Rodgers? He's a douche, man. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse because just wait how this offseason goes. It's going to get ugly up in there. And that's only going to make him look more douchey. And he's going to go on talk shows and he's going to he's gonna James Harden his way somewhere where he wants to go. All right, so number one, we got to do that. I know who yours no, probably is. It's still Johnny. Johnny Manziel, so, and whose is yours? Mine is Joey Harrington. Oh, Oh, Joey Joey Ball. Yeah, he was an Oregon Nikes. Had all the Nike gear from Oregon. Yeah, that's a good call there, but. He was a prissy, pretty, like, boy, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. one. I think to make our list, though, we have to have some kind of, like, there has to be some kind of, yeah, you got to be a douche, but you have, do you have to be a good quarterback? Or is being a good quarterback, does that make you less of a douche? 
Like, so Johnny Football was pretty much a garbage NFL quarterback. So does that make him more of a douche than Aaron Rodgers? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the ranking system is being a... Like, your performance, no, no. does that make you more or less of a douche? Or does it just it all depend case more, to it, case? In my opinion, I think it makes you more, less of a douche just because... If you're not good yeah. and you act like you're good. Yeah. But if you're good, yeah, at least you have an excuse like, well, he's one of the best quarterbacks, so yeah, he should be a douche. Because Baker Mayfield right. was kind of getting there, too, okay. so it's like... Okay. Right. So that's going to put... And maybe, maybe it's just any quarterback from the Browns is a douche, okay. too. <laughs> I like that. It could yeah. be the team dude. So we're gonna. So the list, the official list Some that is gonna be probably have to be douche in some way. Johnny Manziel gonna be number one because you you have him on your I list. Have him on my list. He's Mine number one and number one. two. He was number one, but he's shittier than Aaron Rodgers. So I'll, I'll move him back. And then Joey Harrington, I like, and I like Ben. No, what do you got? I had uh, Rodgers and Cam Newton. Cam, Newton. Cam, Cam Newton. Newton's a good one. I like Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton's a number three, a good number three. Can I just, I'm going to throw in one more just because it just popped in my head. Yeah. And it's the whole butt fumble with Mark Sanchez. Oh! <laughs> and then he's like a GQ like, Dude. Let's model. Move, let's move Mark Sanchez Sorry. above Big Ben then. Yeah. For douchebags. But I'm just... I, well, he wasn't very good at all, so I like that pick. So we got... I like... Okay, now... And the butt fumble is like... Yep. Wait, if you, all you gotta say is butt fumble, and then you just... You know... Newcomer to the list, because on the Chill Mr. J podcast, you don't research. You talk about it, and then you come in and make a podcast. So we come up with this on the fly, so the new entry... We could do three Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. I think Mark Sanchez should be number two. I think Johnny Manziel, Mark Sanchez, Cam Newton is a good three douchebag. Honorable mention Joey Ball right out there. Big Ben, Ryan Leaf, Jimmy G, and Coob coming in leading the high school quarterbacks and douchebags of all time. That sounds good. Thanks, bros. That was fun. We ain't gonna do Super Bowl picks because they gotta think about it. Shit could happen. We also copying other podcasts. We're gonna. I'm gonna open up before next week. I'm gonna open up a FanDuel Mr. J's account on this computer. Oh. So when we do Super Bowl picks next week, we're gonna pick some real prop bets with Mr. J's cash, and we're gonna build a sports empire. Oh, that nice. Sound, sound That's good? Awesome. You guys in? Yes. Yeah. If you don't want to hang out because it's fun, we'll make money, and I'll pay you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. expand the studio. Oh, wait. One more thing. We do got to shoot a oh. shot. But sometimes when you're running the offense and you look around and see your team's garbage, you don't pass. It's my shot, bitches. Pump fake. Oh, if you have been listening to this and you might want to chill, you can call the Chill Out Mr. J voicemail hotline. That's 989-372-6169. Maybe you got a douchebag quarterback we missed. Maybe you're a douchebag. Maybe you think I'm a douchebag. Anyway, call it. Tell us what you think. 989-372-6169. If you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, or Podbean.com, that's you follow, subscribe, rate, review, comment, share. Tell a friend, listen twice, comment twice, review twice, do everything twice, help me out. And as always, if you're sick of helping me out everywhere else and you just want to follow along for all the fun, you can follow at chillin underscore with underscore Mr. Underscore J. That's chillin with Mr. J and all those fucking underscores on Instagram. And just remember, sometimes you try to be a good team captain and get your teammates involved, but then you look around and remember, those sorry fuckers can't hoop. So you take the double team and get buckets yourself. Kobe. Oh, three for three on the new year. You can't stop me. Bang, bang. (coughs) This is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Peace out. Better call me back, sucker.